Extreme PC UK. Hello, this is episode 62 of Extreme PC UK podcast. Today is April the 14th. Um, apologies for the delay. Uh, we'll get on to that in a minute as to why we're delayed. It's going to be a bit of a mini pod today before the next pod's out at the end of the month. Um, but on today's show, apart from myself, we have... Great Gamer 25 here. Hey, great. Thank you for coming on, mate. I appreciate it at short notice. Um, we should probably should probably tell in a little moment uh, why there is a bit of a delay. But before we get to that, uh, as usual, if you've got any... Um, questions the best place to put them into is actually our discord extreme pc uk we do have the the facebook and instagram as well but the main contact is always usually our discord it's the biggest community at the moment um but what we'll do is we'll quickly go over the delay um we had uh we have i64 coming up very very soon um i believe it's this thursday i'm going down with the guys to meet them um, and we've all been doing a lot of preparation, especially Nick and Jansen. That's why Nick can't be on today. It's just Gray and I steadying the ship. Um, he has been busy pretty much most days. If he's not working, he's uh, working day job. He's doing stuff at night, building PCs, getting stuff ready, getting merchandise ordered. I haven't had nowhere near as much as uh, as much work as he has. But I've had some uh, nevertheless. Um, and also as well, uh, before we got on to we kick it off with the news section, we'll talk a bit more about um, i64. We should uh, go over, we had a couple of iTunes reviews in, Gray. Don't know if mm-hmm. you recall. And we, we sent, yep. Yeah, we sent them round, didn't we? We sent them round uh, the guys. Well, Nick sent them round the guys. And to be fair, there is um, a funny one in there and a really good one in there. Um, and the we'll start off with a good one, uh, which is from Skating Monkey ninety three. Uh, he says definitely worth a listen if you're interested in PC building or finding new games to play. Useful advice in a funny and entertaining format. Five stars. Thank you very much, Skating Monkey. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> although. We have another view uh, from Retro Aussie in Australia. Uh, one star out of five. Uh, pathetic. Um, the hosts are incredibly juvenile. Well, they are <laughs> incredible juvenile. So, like, this, the English was destroyed there, wasn't it, Gray? Well, yes, a little bit. We're a bit sorry about that, uh, that he doesn't like it. We're a bit juvenile. But personally, we are a bit silly sometimes. I know that. And I'm sorry he doesn't like that. But. I don't know. I think the majority of folk that listen to it are, are happy with their format and the people that are on the show, no? I, I think so. And, and most of the ratings generally are all uh, pretty good. And uh, But, you know, I understand some. it may not be the cup of tea for everybody. Um, I I think maybe I can speak from, from a viewpoint a little bit. Hmm. Um, and you people out there might, might or may not know this, but I've been listening to the podcast for a good two years. And I just ended up getting involved in the community about six months ago. Uh, and the guys were, you know, Trev and Nick and everybody were very welcoming of me. And I told them the truth at the time that I joined the, com- the community. I kept on searching for podcasts like this, like ours, 
and I, I just couldn't find any. And the ones that I that I and I'm not saying that there's isn't uh, things for everybody, but I would pick up on some podcasts where they're just I mean they're just flat out boring. They just talk like everybody's wonderful here. This is what we do and how we build it. And I and I'm like, oh my god. And I just kept on looking, 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 and I ended up finding you guys. And I'm steady with it. I mean, not to the point like even like today we were coming out a little late when you guys came out a little late. Once in a while, I go. Damn, I can't. I can't wait. There'll <laughs> <laughs> be loads of other people in that position as well. Wonder why the hell it's late. And to be fair, it could have been later still. We could have. We did put a message in briefly to Discord to say that we're actually going to like bypass this one just because I said the form are going to be really busy. But uh, I joked to Nick that um, uh, you know that, that I could do it that kind of thing in an ideal world, um, and that I would record it and bring it at least a mini pod. And he's like, go on then. I'm like, oh, okay, I was kind of calling your bluff, but right, okay, how, how difficult <laughs> can it be, you know? But, I mean, we, we, we're supposed to have another body or two on, but just with the last minute kind of thing, um, it's just grey now, so uh, it won't go on for hours and hours. Certainly won't be a long two-hour pod because two people and we've got a lot of stuff to do. It won't work out. So what we'll do is we'll kick off the news section um we've got a few things to talk about in there and as i touched on before uh we've got i64 insomnia coming up um this thursday uh to the easter monday and uh, i'll be going down i'll be flying down from uh edinburgh down to birmingham on thursday morning to meet the guys um properly kicks off on the friday but we'll be doing stuff in the evening to just prepare and get ready and there's a bunch of guys going down. There's Wacky, there's Christian, there we've got a a few popular streamers in there. So we've got Sukumi, we have got Tashnar, we've got Bami Leaf all joining us. So that's good. Uh, and we've got Curly, Captain Curly, and I, who are much smaller streamers, but we still like we still love the streaming at the same time. So we're all here as part of a team. Um, we will be in the BYOC, so bring your own computer section. That's so you've got the main event like next door, and then uh, beside that you've got the BYOC, and uh, we'll be at the front of that. Um, and we'll be the guys that run it are called Belong, so they're kindly uh, putting us up in the front section, um, and we're working with. Um, we're working with Thermotech and Asus. Uh, they're doing some prizes for us, Gray. Giving out some nice oh. merch and stuff. Can't say what it is at the moment because we don't have all the details ourselves yet, but we will be giving stuff to hand out for prizes. One of the things uh, Nick is going to do uh, with Jansen is... What was it? What was it he said it was? It was like pimp my rig or something like that. Rog my oh, rig. I think, I think it was rog my rig. Rog my rig, which is like a beauty pageant, yeah. and and it's a great idea. So if you've got a nice looking piece of uh, uh, hardware sitting there, you stand a chance of winning a prize. You know, um, that'll be one of the things they do. Um, what I'll be doing is, <laughs> you all know by now, I'm. Rust obsessed. That's my game, um, and I have just to give you a little sneak peek. I will be streaming a lot of that over the the few days we're there, and I'll actually be, um, I'll actually be doing a custom server. Well, not a custom server. It's a cust- It's a server just for i64, um, and I'll be running a couple of events 
Um, one will be a big ass boat race, which I'm looking forward to, and the event after that will be like a find the item, you know, find the Easter egg, and it'll be inside a base, and there'll be lots of traps and stuff, and you have lots of boom booms and explosions and stuff. The first one to find it, bring it to me, you win something. So again, can't say what it is, but. There will be nice prizes there. There might be a drop of the hat situation where I say to someone, first person to come over and kill me wins a t-shirt, to give you an example of something silly. Just depends what prizes we've got to play with when we get there. Uh, So I'm really looking forward to that. Um, If any of you guys are listening to this and you're going to either I-64 or the BYOC, if you're in the BYOC, of course, come up to the front and say hello to us. If you're not there, we will obviously be trying to go into the main area at times um, and, you know, drop us a line in Discord, whatever. We'd like to try and meet up with some people there as well. Now, I know Gray is obviously far away. Well, could be further, but he's he's, he's across the pond and some. He is in south of Florida at the moment. Um, He'd love to make it, but obviously it's really far to go, so... He is going to be tuning in and watching us where at all possible, aren't you, Gray? Oh yeah, and I want to I want to watch what's going on, the casting you guys are going to do, and um, I plan on being in chat so I can you know talk to people and stuff as yeah. things are going on. Um, at least if I can't be there, it's the next best thing to is. you know watch, watch you guys. You'll be holding the fort down, and, and we appreciate that, um, especially <laughs> the Discord fort because it'll be a little bit crazy. But uh, now the beauty of this event is. It's uh, it's like a 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. job, uh, Friday to Monday. But well, that's like the main I-64 event. But out with that, you've got the BYOC, and that's 24/7. That's why it's called insomnia, because you're not supposed to sleep. Now I tell you this much, Gray, I will <laughs> not be doing what these mad guys are doing and going for days and days without any sleep. I will do my thing. I'll a party with the guys a little bit at night. And then I'll sneak away to the hotel and be fresh again for the next day because <laughs> I can't do it the way I used to. Uh, but I'm no. really looking forward to it. I was actually working on the big Easter egg hunt base design earlier on today. I went incognito and I was hiding on all these platforms while I was working on my my base. And it'll be ready in time for the event. So I'm looking forward to that. Um that's a big part of why we're late, but the next main pod is going to be huge uh, because we'll be talking about everything that happened. And if you don't already know as well, we do obviously our weekly Twitch stream um, at nine o'clock. It's moved to Thursdays now instead of Wednesdays. So Thursdays, uh, 9 p.m. GMT to approximately 11 p.m. GMT. And we'd like to try and do the next Twitch stream live uh, the Thursday, the 18th, I think it is, when we're actually at the mm-hmm. event. We'd like to do that. We can't promise it. It just depends. If the proverbial hits the fan, then we might have to leave that. But we'll certainly try and join us for the next main pod at the end of the month, and we're good. So that's the first major bit of news. The next bit of news for myself, and it'll lead on to what Gray's want to talk about, is the uh, it's about hardware now. So couple of GPUs we've got uh, in question um, and the first one this was this is a few weeks ago this bit of news just because we're a bit late it might not be as relevant but not I don't think everyone's aware of it did you know great that Intel 
rumours are that they are working on their first proper genuine GPU. Yeah, I was surprised to see uh, the announcement because I had heard like many, many months ago that they were working on it and then they were scrapping it. And then they were talking about getting together with AMD and doing something. And then I don't know if that went well. Yeah. And then I just thought all that was kind of imploded and we weren't going to see any anymore. And then comes another announcement mm. uh, that apparently they're going to try to go for it again. So it's like, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's a strange I guess one, apparently it? they're... Yeah, I, I mean, I don't see why they wouldn't. I mean, they they want to they need to diversify a little bit. I mean, they can they can further uh, distance themselves from competition on AMD or get into more competition. But with only two people making graphics cards out there, it would be nice to see you know a third uh, in there. I don't know if we've ever had three at one uh, time, have we? Or maybe if it was, it was a long time ago. Yeah, way way back, I think possibly. I mean, it surprises me that Intel haven't done a had have not made a serious attempt to uh gpus until this stage because amd do both cpus and gpus sure. so why not intel who you may agree or disagree are the biggest uh, cpu um uh, guys out there at the moment um so competition is a good thing uh there isn't a hell of a lot of information on it i'll be honest um no it's just literally they're working on one um that it'll probably uh, integrate the uh, the Optane st- uh, technology to have out for their SSDs, which speeds up uh, the amount of information. Well, I think it's if I remember rightly, it speeds up the how quickly you retrieve the information, much like caching information on like uh, you know one of these hybrid uh, hard drives, uh, right. something like this. They integrate that onto their their technology and it speeds up how quickly you access the information so they've got a couple of little nice technologies coming together uh and let me say competition is could only be a good thing because we don't really have a lot of it at the moment um and i'm an intel guy um so i'd like to see that come about that leads us on to um another piece of hardware that gray is going to talk about the, the the gtx 1650 Right. Ring a bell. Um, yep, they've been, I know, announcing this for a while, and I have talked a little bit about it before as to the fact that I wasn't sure we even needed a 1650, uh, especially when when they came out with the whole 2080 line, and then all of a sudden they, inter- they inject the 1650. And in some ways, maybe they should have done a 1650 and forget and scrap the 2080s. Mm-hmm. So why do I say that? Uh one of the things that's kind of a love-hate relationship, I guess, I, I kind of have going on here with NVIDIA. Um, I still think they make the best graphics card. I, I, I know AMD makes their cards, and they're decent cards, but they just can't hold up to the to the NVIDIA cards. So I've always been NVIDIA for a very long time. And I don't like any company sometimes that in gets to a point where, in my opinion, my opinion, uh, that they're going for a money grab. And... Mm-hmm. I understand that you have to promote your cards and promote your products and put a little pizzazz and that's cool. I've been involved in marketing for like 30 years. I get it. But when you, when you get to the point where your BS isn't selling anymore and it it starts to look more and more obvious that you're putting one over on somebody or trying to, that's where I draw the line and I get really upset. And I feel that, that, NVIDIA is making nothing more than a money grab on the 2080s. Ray tracing is not ready for gaming yet. No. All it is, is is some cinematics that they make. Well, people 
enough, and a lot of people out there, like you, me, Trev, people in the community, that we have half a brain, and we know that when they make cinematics, well, of course they're going to show ray tracing how great it is on a cinematic, of course. Mm. You know, that's like when you make a movie trailer of a movie that's awful, but the trailer looked great. <laughs> well, you that's know. Hollywood all over, isn't it? They just they, exactly. they just do the same with their games and their technology, don't they? They spend ages on it, making it perfect, and half the time it's not running an engine, or it's not actually you know they've spent forever trying to make it. It's not realistic of what they're trying to show off. Yeah, it's a frustration, isn't it? A... Exactly. And in an April issue of a PC magazine that I read, they were talk they were doing some testing with it, and they flat out said that the DLSS that's in these cards, the 2080 series and so forth, uh, is is losing quality on majority of the games, not gaining quality. So you're not getting a better picture or a better graphics presentation. You're getting a worse one. Yes. So. If they're all saying that, and 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 this is not the only magazine that's done this. There's been several magazines, and they're all universally saying that this is not ready, that this is actually worse. It's killing frame rates on many other things. And what more do you have to know? So they just keep pumping the card. And then the price point on the card, it's bad enough that you bring out a card that really doesn't do what it's supposed to do, and then you make the price point really out of reach. Yeah. So it just screams, it just screams money grab. And then what I think really just kind of corked it for me is that when they announced the GTX uh, 1650, I'm going like, why? Or you should have come out with a 1650 and the hell with the 2080s. But what can you, what can you actually tell us, great, about the 1650 that you are aware of at this stage? I mean, the way it, the way it sounds to me is that it's a card that's that's trying to be the Mid card between, uh, let's say the 1080 Ti like I have, mm-hmm. and a 20 and a 2080. So they're trying to stick something in there that will be better than the 1080 Ti, but 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 answer some of the people that have said that the 2080s are too are too expensive. Was there any technical and, specs released on it, or was it just more rumors and hearsay at this stage? I mean, I'm not up on all the tech specs, but, it, but from what I read, it does it does do some things better, and that's great. Uh, and I think that they, it feels an, it fills a niche in the market, which is okay. But that's my point. They should have really pushed the 1650 as the interim card, and waited maybe another year until the ray tracing was really, you know, much better done or more games adopting it, and then it would have made it would have made sense. Uh, so that's, that's the second card that's came out since the RTX cards have come out. That's a GTX. Funnily enough, that you mentioned that that's two yeah. now, and it seems like I agree with you. Like they are, but it's good to you know have competition in different ends from budget all the way up to high end. But that's two GTX cards that you maybe say that this, the 1660 or the 1660 Ti for the for the price might have been a good thing, but you know when you move on to RTX cards. Why are you then going back to your old technology that's GTX? That's the question I initially asked myself, but then I possibly got an answer because although it's not in our notes at the moment, uh, it was an, a, a announced recently and the drivers have been released so that GTX cards, Pascal cards and above, are now able to do ray tracing. Uh, not DLSS at this stage, I don't believe, but certainly ray tracing. So that's another... I mean, if we're adding that into the the rant about you know oh, yeah, media and sure. stuff, you know, it's it's a bit ridiculous. Like so, all along, 
well, did they know? Did they not know that this was going to happen? That they had plans to release this technology to older people, uh, older cards? So all these people that are sitting with 2080 RTX, 2080 and 2080 TIs, they're going, God damn it. You know, all this money. Yeah, wasted. because right, exactly. They buy, they bought it for all this money, and then they see the sixteen fifty come out, and the sixteen sixty Ti, and the regular sixteen sixty, and all this, and that it has ray tracing, but they turn off some of the cores, and blah blah blah. And the only reason they turned off some of the cores to make the sixteen series is because they wanted to bring the price down to the people that were complaining that the twenty eighties were too much to begin with. Yeah. Um, and and then and then I thought, you know, it's kind of the strike one, strike two, strike three, you're out. And then when they went to the Strike 3, like you said, where they brought out the drivers that are supposedly supposed to do some kind of ray tracing on our existing you know, 1080 Ti's and so forth, that's BS too because that, all that is is a mimic art ray tracing. It's not, it's not real. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, give me the – so what does that tell you? The company says, oh, we'll just make the 2080 because we figure everybody out there is stupid. And I, and I get more angry because they basically insult your intelligence. I mean, everybody in our community and other people, I mean, you, you don't have to be a brain surgeon. I mean, come on. And yeah. We're, you know. It's, well, obviously, people were having a little bit of a rant here because I, I can agree, agree with Gray in this respect that they are taking the piss a little bit now, NVIDIA. Um, I just, I want, I'm still an NVIDIA guy. I probably always will be, to be to be truthful. Sure. But AMD, I'm now wanting to see them bringing out better, more uh competing technology more competing cards at the high end which they haven't done for a long time I mean, they've got they've got cards for particular budgets that are great that's what amd do yep. really well they'll bring out they'll do it for their cpus and their gpus where you don't have to spend a hell of a lot of money and you'll get something decent maybe even powerful but to actually beat the top end cards they don't have that yet i hope they do soon with their uh is it their navi technology uh, yeah, I've been hearing about that, yeah. Yeah, so if they bring that out and they have the ray tracing in there, it just seems like they're always two steps behind. So NVIDIA come out with something, and then they're on the back foot again. They bring out something that almost competes. NVIDIA just, it's as if they have a card sitting there under the pillow. They're like, yeah, we'll bring that out, you know. Like, <laughs> I like that, yeah. it's, it's under the pillow, there's a 1650, there you go. And then the guys at AMD are just like, God damn, that wasn't in their pillow. That was in their secret safe as well. We spent years working on that, you know. But if they bring out something AMD that can compete and then uh, the blue team at Intel bring out something that can compete, although I think they're a million miles off, then we'll yeah. start to have competition slowly but surely. And that can only be a good thing for the hardware industry because we all love our hardware in this podcast. So. You know, one more one more uh, thing that tells you that Nvidia is slipping is that what what had happened recently? Recently, they said uh, they were talking about their G Sync, their G Sync, their G Sync, and it's great. Don't not knock it. I got a monitor G Sync. It's great. Mm-hmm. Um, but the G Sync technology in itself is already old, and they have not done anything much with it. So here comes AMD with FreeSync, or actually, to be more specific, FreeSync two, and Nvidia now had to back down and make their cards work with. FreeSync. Yeah. Yeah. So they when's the last time you remember NVIDIA going like, hey AMD, we give in. We're gonna, you know, we're gonna work with you on this. Why do you think they've they done never, that? They never do that. Why do you think they've done that? I, I think they did that because they know that G Sync is an old technology. They know that yep. they're they're caught they're caught behind. They did not keep up with it. And you're going to see FreeSync 2 all over the place. So they figured, you know, well, we blew it. So we're going to have to make our cards, you know, work with FreeSync if we want to 
not lose edge. Yeah. So in a sense, AMD has already already won a minor battle in the graphics card war by that. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree with you, man. Um, it's it's all it's all a bit frustrating, uh, and I just hope that when we get competition, um, the, well, the sooner we get competition, the better. Um, yeah. Watch this space because we're always covered covering the latest technologies. Myself um, and also Mago from Hell, Hans, we both love our. Uh, or uh, GPUs, right, massively. Says me that's yeah. rocking a gaming laptop at the moment, but so we'll always talk about the latest cards when they come out. Um, but that's a little update on some of the things that are coming out and a little bit of rant of NVIDIA and where they're going. Uh, we should move on to one or two games, Gray. Um, I believe sure. you want to talk about Wolfenstein Youngblood. I also want to join in that conversation as well. What can you tell me about it? Uh, the things that I've seen on it and, and the word I'm hearing is pretty good. If you've seen maybe the trailer on uh, yes. YouTube, it's pretty it's pretty interesting. Apparently now uh, the father has kids. We knew that from the previous game. Um, and these kids now have gone on to further their father's dream of destroying all the all the uh, Nazis in the world uh, that have been subjugating the entire world. So now it's twins going at the battle instead of their their father. Yeah. I can't even remember how to pronounce his name. <laughs> Black, Blakowitz? Uh, Blakowitz? Blakovich. Uh, yeah. Blakovich. Make it something like that. <laughs> um, so basically, he's in the game, but from the way I understand it, he only appears in the game for a certain amount of time. And, of course, he's got gray hair. But amazingly, he still has the exact physique, though, <laughs> well, even though he's a lot older. <laughs> looking after himself, Gray. What can I say? You know, getting to that That's age. Right. That's him, be- that's him beating up on all those Nazis and those mechs and stuff, man. He's still he's still in great shape. The last game was crazy. I've got um I I played the I've played all the Wolfensteins to be honest with you, but uh the new blood and the old blood, I absolutely loved them and it got spoilers, yeah. it got a bit crazy where he'd lost his head and you thought he was dead and they found yeah. a way to keep yeah. him alive and I'm like, Oh Jesus, really? You know? The reason you get that game is a bit like Rage 2 that you've, you've, you've mentioned to us before, Gray. Mm-hmm. It's just a fun game, pretty looking sure. game, the latest engine iteration. You go in there, you've got the latest guns, you're just bang, bang, blowing things up. Like Doom as well, it's great fun, that's why we love games like that. But mm-hmm. this one, I watched the trailer for, <coughs> excuse me, and I absolutely loved it. I love these kids. Yeah. There's a little bit of cursing, a little bit of swearing in it. But I absolutely loved it. Uh, I've always loved the Wolfenstein series, and I will, I will definitely get that one. I'll be honest here. Um, I believe it's coming out July twenty six for all good platforms. Uh, you can get your uh, you can get your pre order in just now, and I don't think it's ultra expensive. I'll be honest here. I think I've seen it. I for think it, they're, 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 yeah, they'll probably run around the same price, the fifty sixty dollar range as usual. Well, you say that, right? I had a quick look, and it's this can't be right. I'm looking at um, uh, CD keys at the moment, and certainly, ah, in the UK, certainly, certainly in the UK, it's only twenty pounds ninety nine pence, twenty one pounds. Good. That's sensational. That. So I hope it is not like a, a really really. Short I'm in the, I'm in the states. So I'm gonna have to look that one up. See if we get the same sale. You should, <laughs> man. Yeah. Well, see, the thing is, great. I think we seem to like. Anything that's made by, and I, I need to think about this before I say it because I can upset a lot mm-hmm. of people, it's 
the id engine. It's not the id engine. It's the id engine, I believe. The guys behind Doom. Mm-hmm. Uh, anytime that engine is in a game, uh, and or it's made by the games that it it is sensational. And yeah. it's the latest id Tech Six engine, which is right up there. I I love anything with that engine. It just looks beautiful, shiny. The Wolfenstein games have always looked really, really good. Uh, I think I'll I might pre-order that grape because that is a really good price. One of my favourite games of yeah. all time, actually. There's nothing there's nothing better than blowing up Nazis, man. I mean, come on, it's great. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, uh, the engine's ID Tech Six, I guess, the latest one from what yeah. I'm understanding although they're working on a seven and et cetera et cetera um but i think you're, you're right with the, the there's been a lot more sales going on i guess because they know there's so much competition out there and i think putting the twins in young blood you know they're not they're not dumb they're they're catering to the younger and older crowd uh so now they can do both and yeah. you know if you want some good deals i think trev both trev and i have said on the podcast and on the live cast that you know we're into trying to save a few bucks when you buy a game because hey you know it can get expensive when you're if you're popping fifty sixty bucks every time <laughs> so you look you, you know you look for cdkeys.com or humble bundle and stuff, stuff like that and and you can find some really good deals. It can be yeah. addictive when you're buying all these games and sales, man. You have to oh check, my God. you have to check into clinics like every few months to like dry <laughs> out and stuff, you know, because you're going nuts with the the sales. And I've got so many games I've never played that are sitting in my oh, it's ridiculous. I don't even want you, to you know what? Games. I, I have to tell you something funny on Steam. I you know you can you can make your own categories. I don't know if everybody knows that. And I I made one called Install Next Next, mm-hmm. right? And then I have another one called Install Soon. Now get this: in the Install Next, I have about twelve games. Oh, in God. the Install, in, I know, and in the Install Soon, I have another fifteen. So right there, it tells uh, you that you know I, I just can't possibly play them that fast. I will. That, that is, but I mean, that's it, a whole new level, Gray. That is impressive, I know. mate. <laughs> I know. Uh, well, we've been, well, we've been talking about that. Um, I had. We were talking about like uh, obviously Wolfenstein and the the mm-hmm. Ed's Tech engine. I believe that's the same engine that's your uh, Rage Two is made in. Would that be right? Yeah, because yeah. apparently, on, if people don't know, Rage Two is made uh, by two companies. One is Id that, that did the Doom, mm-hmm. and one is Avalanche. And the reason why they got the two together is that when you come into the the close combat at, at in Rage and some of these, and you can see the clips on YouTube. But when you come to battle on the, at the uh, close-up battles or at the uh, forts that you're taking over or, or cities or whatever, uh, all that tends to be more id uh, because they're so good at the close quarters type combat and the weapons and things like that. Then when you get to the world to the map, the map is huge, and that's where Avalanche shines because shines because they're used to making open world maps like that. So. It really was kind of impressive that the two of them uh, were able to work together to put this together, and I just I just went nuts and pre-ordered, and I don't usually do that. But but <laughs> however however, when I looked at CDKeys.com, they had the deluxe Rage edition and pre-order, so you get all the goodies with the deluxe, and you get a bunch of other goodies only when you pre-order, and it sells for eighty dollars, and CDKeys offered it for forty. And I just went whoa, and so I just I dropped a dime on that one fast, including a big uh, particular gun that we all love. Oh yeah, the Doom BFG is in rage, uh, and they just released a, a trailer. You don't even get to see the Doom BFG in rage until the end of the trailer. Uh, but if you go on YouTube, put you know Rage Doom 
whatever BFG, you'll see it at the end. And I watched a, a, a player, one of the devs, I guess, was playing, and he hits the BFG, and everything just goes boom. <laughs> yeah, I hadn't seen that yet, Gray. I must admit, I do have to see that because I love that gun. I love that gun oh, yeah. so much. I remember the Doom movie, which was not great, but because I was such a geek watching this this uh, yeah. movie with the rock in it, a hero of mine at the time, still is, and he comes yeah. across his gun, spoilers, and just, ah, oh, man, like that's that's worth the upgrade money alone. Um, oh, yeah. I probably will get it. I'm just, I'm waiting for the right price because I've got so many games. Uh, I think it, uh, I, would, I would get Wolfenstein over Rage 2 if you had a gun to my head. But it's it's very tight between the two, man. Wow, that would be, yeah. I hate being put in that position. That's yeah, a rough one. It's a difficult one, but while we've been talking about that, we were trying to pronounce the guy's name before, weren't we? I've got it here. B.J. Blaskovich. There you go. There we go, right? And his twin yep. daughters, Jess and Sophie Blaskovich. And they're cursing and swearing and trying to say daddy. <laughs> and I can't wait, man. This looks epic. Uh, so July 26th on all good platforms. Go to CD Keys there, £21. Um, check CD Keys if you're in the States or whatever. I'm sure you'll get a better price as well. Uh, but the other bit of news we're going to move on to. And I, I must admit, wait, I, wait, wait. Before you do that, one yeah. thing I did want to mention. Yeah. Uh, uh, Sniper Elite version 2 remastered. Oh, yes. That's a recent thing, isn't it? Yep, Why are they that's doing coming that? Up. They, what they one? did was, well, they made an announcement about a week ago, and they said that uh, they are working on a Sniper Elite 5, and they just went into development uh, for it. So I was happy to hear that news. I love the Sniper Elite series. I played it since 3, 3 and 4. And when they said 5, I was going like, cool. So, But it's not going to be out for probably a good year, year and a half. So they said in the interim, they took version 2, or, or Sniper Elite 2, Upgraded and remastered the graphics all the way up to uh, 4K, oh, wow. um, and and they're releasing that on May 14th. They, they they just set that sale date, so I immediately went on to Steam and I already bought it. Jesus, uh, man. I, <laughs> I had to. I mean, the price the price was good, and and but the graphics there's a there is a trailer on a trailer a, a video on YouTube that shows the comparison between the old. Sniper 2 Elite, uh, Sniper Elite 2 graphics versus the new, and it, wow, it is like. So you you like get the all... new get you get this game just because it looks better, even though it plays exactly the same as the original. No well, from the what I understand, from what I understand, it. Uh, I never played two, so I would ah. not go back that far. I would not. I would never go back that far because, like you, Trev, I'm not into graphics that just don't shape up anymore. <laughs> uh, but, but but since they were able to remaster it, it looks beautiful. And so now I do want to go back and play it. Now they are introducing a couple of new things. They're they're introducing new characters, and mm-hmm. every one of the new characters are all playable. Oh, so you'll wow. be able to do so you'll be able to do that. So there are going to be a couple of new little twists in the game, not many, but a few. Uh, it also includes all the DLC that was released for Sniper Tuli back then. It includes all that as well. Hmm. Uh, so. Okay. I, and I can't believe it. It's going to come out the same day as Rage Two. So you know I'm going to be going bonkers oh, that wow. day. Oh wow! Right, two. Oh yeah, you're in a dilemma there, aren't you, mate? That's, yep. That's a tough one. The family's not going to see you for a while, man. You know, no, sacrifice. Man. I'll be playing an hour, and then it, and then Wolverine will be coming like a month or two after that. I mean, oh my gosh, it's just like it's too much. A lot of lot of lot of crazy good stuff coming, but that's hey, man, that's great for us. We love it. 
Well, again, competition, lots of games to choose from. It's a good thing rather than having nothing to go with, to be fair. Uh, sure. Uh, why, why the second Sniper Elite being remastered? Why not the first one? Do we know why? The um, I, I believe I know why, and that's because in the first one they did not have the X-ray cam. The X-ray uh, cam was was revealed in in number two. That's where the the, the bullet goes through the person. Yeah, for example, yep, and you see yep. inside and everything, all the damage yep. it does. That looks epic, I must yep. admit. Yeah, and that's their tra- that's their calling card. So they're not going to go back to one and redo that, but they will because it was introduced in Sniper Elite Two. Ah, so that made more sense. And three, you know. number three is too kind of recent-ish to really remaster. So the second one seemed right. like the best choice. Right, and. F- Exactly, and four is already really good, and of course, like I said, they're working on five. So, well, number five, it'll probably you say like a year, year and a half. If they're just entering development, a game typically takes about three years to make, from start to end. Probably well, longer, depending on how big it is and how many people they've got. They didn't. They didn't say how long, but they were kind of inferring, you know, at least a year. So I'm guessing, yeah, a year and a half, two years, maybe three. Like you say, who, who knows? I must they're, admit- they're getting. They're, they're getting a little late start because they really should have kind of, kind of done that sooner. But like I said, in the interim, if we do get Sniper Elite Two now, that's going to satisfy some people for a little while. How much did you pay for it, Gray? If you don't mind me asking. Um, I, if I remember right, I think it was thirty. Was it off Steam, yeah. Thirty, thirty-five, yeah, I think so. Did you have to have the original to get this price, or is it straight up? Oh, actually, you just said a good thing. They, mm-hmm. if if you already own Sniper Elite Two, it's only ten bucks, ten USD. Ooh. If you don't, if you don't, you have to order. You have to pay the thirty-five or whatever it was that I. Damn! Paid. I I own Sniper Elite Four. I own Sniper Elite Nazi Zombie Army and Nazi Zombie Army Two, which I played briefly and I love them because mm. I love the whole horde board you get at the end of uh, the, the Black Ops. Not no Black Ops. Right? It was originally Call of Duty Black Ops where you have the zombies at the end. I love mm-hmm. that. Did you ever play the Nazi Zombie versions of no. Sniper Elite? No, no. Oh, okay. Um, well, you know, you want to kill zombies and Nazis. <laughs> yeah, together, that? right? Yeah, I'm uh, not. You know, I'm in a, I'm in a big minority. I, I or a small minority because I, I'm not really into zombies, man. I think zombies have been way, way, way overdone mm-hmm. in games, movies, television. I mean, I'm tired of it. Do something more original. <laughs> Hollywood doesn't have ideas, man. You know this. Hollywood goes to their books for ideas now, man, you know? Steal people's ideas. Yeah. Um, I don't have the second game, unfortunately, so I won't get that as cheap as you, but... I know, I, I was like, I was thinking maybe, oh, come on, guys, you can do it for me. I mean, I have three and four. No. <laughs> oh, man, that sucks. Oh, well, at least people know if they want that game, they can get it cheaper now. So that's good yeah. to know. Um, okay, um, right, the last, last piece of news we're going to discuss before we go on to our game because we've only got one kind of game we're going to talk about this month. Um, you you kick this off, Gray. Uh, HD graphics for Monster Hunter. I don't know anything about this, I'll be honest with you. Yeah, what Monster Hunter World, I, I picked it up. I haven't had a chance to, to play it yet, but the main reason, a couple things actually, the main reason I picked up Monster Hunter World is because Witcher is in it. And that was announced oh, a while back. Really? So and it, Yes, and it's not just the Witcher as a playable fighter, of course, that's in the game. Wow. But he also ha- he also has some story uh, with him. So there's a storyline, albeit a short one, but it's a storyline with the Witcher and the guy, I forgot his name, that voices, voices the original Witcher uh, voice in the Witcher games came back for this 
uh, update in Monster Hunter World. So The Witcher is in the game. So that's all I had to hear. I bought I bought it. Now, on top of all that, just this past April April 4th, they introduced a high-resolution texture packs, uh, package for the game so it can look really beautiful. Now, it's 40 gigs big, and you have wow. to have at least 8, eight gigabytes of dedicated graphics memory, or you're not going to take advantage of it. So was it running HD graphics before then? Is that, is that what you're saying? It was running... I mean, good graphics, but this is now on top of it to make it even better. High, oh, a whole high-resolution pack. 40 I mean, gigs. 40 gig. 40 gigs, alone, yeah, so. Just alone for that. Yep. Jesus. On top of the game. On top of the game. <laughs> is it the same guys that uh, that make Witcher that make Monster Hunter, or is that two different? No, studios? no, no, no. But they but they got permission from CD Projekt Red to, uh, to put the uh, Witcher in the game. <sighs> Uh, if I remember, uh, don't mm-hmm. quote me, but if I remember right, there's a couple of other characters in Monster Hunter World from other game franchises that are in it. I don't remember which, so don't quote me. But uh, it, it wasn't my cup of tea, if I'm being honest. In Monster Hunter World, I, I it really wasn't a, a guy with a sword that's ten times the size of him. It just didn't compute. It was <laughs> bonkers. But you know, teach their own. I can see why people would love this. Uh, it was a console game for a while wasn't it and then it eventually came to pc uh right. but if they've got a character like the witcher in it i can see why exactly. that's going to be a big deal will it be henry cavill's witcher that is a question i can no it's, it's, I can it's the witcher it. exactly like from uh witcher 3 yeah. same the same look oh wow. and i was glad they got the same voice around it too the same actor that does the voice so that was that was nice oh so they're not going to like use previous lines and stuff it will be fresh content oh no, no fresh content yeah he has his own storyline like, again it's not going to be a big storyline but it, now he has a little bit of a storyline there is a, a video you can see on youtube that's pretty funny he's uh witcher is coming out of a portal and if you're a player of witcher 3 out there people you would know what i'm talking about the witcher hates portals you can't stand them. So he comes flying out of a portal thinking that he's supposed to be going somewhere else within his own world. And all of a sudden he ends up here and he's like, I hate damn portals. And he goes. He hates <laughs> portals. I, 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 yeah. I know everyone's going to shoot me. I haven't played any of the Witcher series games, so I don't know about those portals, but it sounds hilarious already. Why does he not, why does he not like portals? He just doesn't like them at all. He doesn't like how they, when they, when he goes to a portal and he's transported somewhere else, it's a pain in the neck to him. It makes him sick. He doesn't like it. <laughs> it's just that's just right. Some people might not like flying, or they might not like tomatoes, but The Witcher doesn't like portals. Nope. Who would have thought? That to, makes some motion sick. I know. He, he has to use them in the game, but he hates them. He comments all the time. <laughs> I did not know you picked that up, Gray. I must admit, I didn't think it was your cup of tea as well. Which like, Witcher or Monster yeah, Hunter? Yeah, Monster Hunter. I know Witcher was, but Monster Hunter? I did not know it was your cup of well, tea. When did you pick t- that up? Well, to be fair, I have not played the game yet, but the only reason I bought it, the only reason I bought it was because Witcher. Mm. That was the reason. Because I just, I, when I heard that it, he was going to be in it, and I heard that there was going to be a new storyline involving him, I said, ah, uh, I'm doing it. Yeah, that makes sense now, because when you said to me initially, you had this, we had this down in our pod notes for uh, what we're going to talk about, and Grey puts down Monster Hunter, and I'm like, Chris, <laughs> Monster Hunter, what? Right, that makes now, sense. There's a tie-in. That's why. Let me, let me tell you one other thing. If you're a Witcher fan, and you probably know this, maybe not, but Soul Calibur Six, which I also bought, has the Witcher in it. That's a fighting game, isn't it? It's a fighting game, mm-hmm. uh, and I bought it because I like some fighting games. I'm not a huge fan, but I do like the Soul Calibur series. 
And again, because Witcher was in it, I bought it. Now I have played that. And that's yeah. fun. The Witcher, the Witcher has some great moves and uses his powers that you know about. It really, it's a lot of fun. But fighting as the Witcher is pretty cool. I like I like the sound of that, and actually that actually jogs my memory. It reminds me that uh, quite a few games are actually starting to like borrow characters from different IP, getting permission mm-hmm. to use these characters. Another example that came to my mind when you mentioned that Gray was uh, t- the Tekken series, the Tekken games. Oh yeah, I, the yeah. The latest one's yeah. like seven or eight. I, can't, I don't recall, but yeah. it's got like seasons in it basically, from what I gather. And the last season. They got uh, they got the guy from The Walking Dead, Negan. If you watch The Walking Dead, which I do, oh really? They had this guy from it with a baseball bat, <laughs> and and it's <laughs> his voice by Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Is that his name? Uh, and he's got the baseball bat, which is called Lucille, and it's got <laughs> barbed wire wrapped all around it. And literally, well, if you've seen The Walking Dead, you know what happens. That blows my mind, literally. But in the game, <laughs> from what I saw, in the brief bits I did see. Was he's got the baseball bat and he's like, you know, puckering up and just smacking people about in the face. Not as bad as The Walking Dead when he, that that scene, because I mm-hmm. think game would game would be banned. But yeah, now that was epic, <laughs> and I was tempted to get the game, Gray, just for that bloody reason. But I was like, no, nah, I'm not going to do that. I'll get too many games. But we'll see that uh, more and more. I think, won't we? Shared IP. Well, first of all, you can remember you can never have too many games. <laughs> well, yes, we did discuss this briefly before, didn't we? Yes. Um, no, I I like the the sharing of the IPs because it's kind of I don't know about you, but I like when you even like with comics and movies and other things where they cross mm. over heroes from one to the other. I think that's cool. Uh, well, and uh, like like uh, what do you call it? The uh, the DC universe when you watch uh, Flash crossover with Arrow, crossover with Supergirl, you know. Yeah, but complete, I mean, the... completely different IPs. You had, exactly. You had, Sony with really Spider- cool. you had Sony with Spider-Man and Marvel, and they were doing their right. sharing thing, which was a massive right. deal. And I got my head around that, but then when it came to games, I didn't think it would ever happen, sharing of IPs. I didn't either. I didn't either. I was really surprised that they allowed the Witcher character not only in Soul Calibur, but in Monster World, all around in the same year. Well, maybe they get something out of it. I, I don't know. But oh, I'd I'm like sure to, they do. Yeah, I'd like I'm to sure. see more of this going forward. Um, I, but, yeah, yeah, me too. That's... Hey, you know what would be cool? What if oh, we boy. had like, uh, what if we had like the Wolfenstein characters appear in some of these other games? Ah, oh, that'd course, be cool. Of course, yeah, yeah. Or the yeah. Rage characters, or the Doom characters, the Doom guys. Oh, the Doom really characters, cool. even better. Yeah. Well, we can only wish. We can, we can yeah. only wish. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's most of our bit of a bit of a strange one initially why Grey put that on, but now I understand perfectly why he's got that in there. Um, we only have. Moving on to the game section, we only have one game mainly to talk about, purely because, like, I've been busy doing stuff, uh, Nick's not able to make it on this month, he's been busy doing a lot of stuff. Uh, this game we're about to talk about, I played briefly, Grey's played, Grey's played it quite a lot, so's Aaron, so's Nick, and we're, we've all been playing it together at one point, um, and that's Borderlands, the pre-sequel. Um, yeah, I was asked to pick this up. Nick and Aaron told me to pick this up. They said it's a good co-op game. We can play this together. And I'm like, ah, I've never played other games before. I'm not really into this kind of cell shading graphics. They're not bad graphics. They're just different. It wasn't really mm-hmm. my cup of tea. Um, I'd seen the, the, the cell shading in the Telltale games, what The Walking Dead. 
I played the first season of that. It was good, but you know, it was something funny about that graphical setup wasn't my thing. Uh, but it's a massive thing from what I'm told. Borderlands is like huge IP and everyone loves the games. And when they announced Borderlands 3 was coming out, the preferable hit the fan. Everyone's like getting it, going on Twitter and it's great and blah, blah, blah. And that got the guys thinking, let's play Borderlands, the pre-sequel. And I, I was like, okay, yeah, whatever. It was going on Steam for like £5 or something. It was really cheap. I'm like, what's the worst that can happen? So I did initially right. jump on it with uh, Aaron and Nick and we played it for a few hours but unfortunately that was one of our Friday night kind of sessions we have a few beers and <laughs> Nick and I were <laughs> the more drunk we got we weren't taking it as serious and I think it was pissing Aaron off a little bit and I wasn't listening to the storyline <clears throat> I really wasn't I was just wanting to shoot things and enjoy uh, but the other guys were so <clears throat> I kind of stopped playing it but then I believe, Gray, you jumped in, you were right. playing it, catching up with the guys and even superseding them to a higher level and playing with those two at yep. one point, yeah? Yeah, yeah, I'm something like level 16, 17 right now. Wow. Um, Tell me about Borderlands. Like, Is it your first one you've ever played? Have you played the other ones? Yeah, I mean, what do you think of it? No, I, I didn't play the older ones. I know there was Borderlands and Borderlands 2 pre-sequel. Um, I, so I decided, you know, the price was right. I mean, it was like I paid under under $10 USD for Borderlands 1, 2, and the pre-sequel, and all the whatever DLCs, whatever it was. Wow. And I go, how could I go that wrong? I mean, the price was great. So I jumped into pre-sequel totally not knowing whether I was going to like it or not, and I definitely understand that where you're coming from, and what I call that kind of graphics is I call it comic book graphics. Ah. Because if you read comics like I did, and I collected them for many years, um, it's very much like that. The art style is almost like taking a, a good, well-drawn, great artistic comic book and putting it into motion. Okay, yeah. and that's the best way I could explain it. And definitely it is not everybody's cup of tea, like you were saying, because, mm. because some people just can't can't get into that that type of graphics. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't mind because, I, because it, to me it's kind of like... You love comic books, don't you? So that makes sense. Exactly. So, right, right. And the only other game I played... Prior to this, that had that comic book style of graphics was Battle Chasers, um, which was a really fun game. And I finished that one. And then when I when I got Borderlands or I heard about Borderlands, I didn't know it was that type of same graphics. I just heard the name. And then when I went online just to kind of see what it was about, I was going, "Oh, okay. Well, maybe okay. it'll be interesting." So I kind of you know sucked into it now. So I'm kind of. And then I was curious. There was so many side missions. I did a little search to find out how many side missions there were or missions total. 73. <laughs> what? On top of the main game? Uh, how long does the main game take to complete well, roughly that, without the side missions? I believe that includes the, the, the main game too, but that's a that's a lot. I'm sitting there going 73. Holy that's Toledo. a lot of hours, like, isn't it? That would take a long time to complete that, but some people love that. I know Nick would love that. That's one of the reasons. He loves all the side missions and getting all the loot and all the stuff you can get yeah. from it. I don't mind the side missions if they're good. I, I so far the side missions that I've done on uh, pre sequel have been have been pretty good. A couple of them were, eh, but most of them are pretty good. So if you if you can make the side missions good, I'll play them. But if it's just some stupid fluff stuff, then I don't want to know. So is pre sequel yeah. like one point five kinda in between one and two? Is that right? Yeah, and I'm not a Borderland expert, so this is what I understand. Or it's before the character Jack went bad. Quote. Uh, okay. Um. 
okay. or whatever. But I, again, I'm not as deep into the lore yeah. of that, so I don't really understand that part of it. Do uh, but I'll tell yourself. you, I, 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 oh, I like the game a lot. In fact, there is one thing I found out I didn't even know about. There, there was something on Gearbox uh, that they use called shift codes, mm-hmm. and I had never heard of shift codes before until I got looking into it. And apparently, what they're doing in prior to Borderlands Three is that they're introducing a whole new set of shift codes that when you go back and play Borderlands 2 or Borderlands pre-sequel, you can redeem the shift codes for golden keys. And then you take the golden keys to one area uh, and then open the golden box, whatever, and you get a very high-level uh, legendary weapon. Oh. So so I was going like, oh, this is neat. So I started to look into it a little bit, and sure enough, there's a guy on Twitter that basically is not associated with the, anybody from the Borderlands games uh, decided to kind of aggregate from wherever, all over uh, where these keys or what the keys are, and then he, he posts the keys up to tell people. So I saw the keys, and I go like, cool. So I, I put in the keys. I get 10 golden keys. I'm going like, whoa, candy store. <laughs> so Wow. 10 keys? Yeah. 10, yeah. So I just went and started started opening up all these boxes and I'm coming up with all these purple purple's a higher uh, color graded weapon. Yeah. And I'm coming up with all these purple weapons. I'm going like, I'll take that, I'll take that, I'll take that, I'll take that. So is it the golden guns that are like the best kind of loot you can get in the game then? Yeah, they they go by green by colors, so it's white is the lowest and then it's green, blue, purple and orange. Now, I have not seen an orange, which is the highest. Uh oh, but it? with these golden yeah, with these golden keys though, I've been I picked up purple, so now I have all purple weapons. And are you are you uh, been playing uh, on a few occasions with um, Aaron and yeah. Nick? Yeah, yeah, we've done co-op. I've done my solo, but uh, it's fun. I enjoy the co-op. It, the only thing that that is I don't like about the co-op, and it's not it's just a little thing. But if I play a mission co-op with them that I have already done, in other words, mm-hmm. if I finished that mission. When I finish the mission with them, which is fun, don't get me wrong, it was fun. I get like zero credit for it, nothing, because I already, I already completed it. I was going to ask how that works if people jump in at their higher, lower levels than yourself. How it works? It is possible, but like you say, if you're higher, you'll get nothing for it. Right. I, I maintain my higher uh, level. I maintain. I, I maintain my better weapons, so that's cool. You don't rank up uh, at all, even slowly. But eh, no, not really. You don't rank up much, and you get really zero credit for any mission that you've already completed. So you, are you higher to... than uh, Gray and Aaron? Then is that, right? Right, right now, I am. I'm in, oh, I'm wow. at level sixteen. I think they're like eleven, like eleven or twelve. Oh wow! You like have that. played this a lot, haven't you? Yeah. In fact, I opened up the third weapon slot, and they haven't, so I was like, ah. <laughs> what uh, What character have you went in, in the game? I went with the... Uh, I think she's called the Baroness. Uh, the right. reason I went with her is that I like uh, I like sniper rifles. And she's uh-huh. the sniper character. So I said, i got to do that. So I have a great sniper rifle as well as... A- when I was playing it briefly, and it was just briefly, uh, I went Claptrap, who... I- believe is one of the main characters one of the good characters and the little robot guy it looks like wally yeah uh and that's the only reason i went because he looked like wally i was like i'm going this guy <laughs> and we're going about the moon's surface at one point and nick saying this is before you jumped on initially uh yeah. great i believe uh, at the time nick was saying right you've got to get in these little pockets of air and blah blah you know because you're on the moon yeah, and, stuff. and i'm like right okay yeah yeah i'll keep my out for them and then before I get to them, I'm like just standing outside and open, like, 
but I'm not losing any air. Like, what, what's going on? It's so simple. It took me so long to click on and get it. I'm saying tonight, what's going on, man? Like, why? I thought I need air as well. You're a robot, man. Oh, all right. Okay. I don't. That's one of my. I wouldn't say a special, but it's one of my perks of being that character. I don't need bloody oxygen, which always helps. Yeah, Definitely got an advantage there. So your your character's special specialty is uh, the sniper rifle. Then yeah, she's a lethal shot with the old yeah. sniper. Yeah. But also for people that play the game, and as I go, I figure it out. But uh, when we were playing co-op, I I saw that uh, uh, Nick and Aaron were complaining about having to go and get oxygen all the time because they're playing on the moon. Mm-hmm. And I and I told him I says it really isn't that bad because as you start to level up and you also gain money uh, and or moonstones, you can mm-hmm. go and buy enhancements that will greatly increase your oxygen uh, level so that it really isn't that bad. I mean, I, I, I don't think... I think I ran out of oxygen completely only once. Yeah, they, they wouldn't make it a breaking kind of mechanic, really, that wouldn't, would they? They, they? they would be... You've got to have oxygen. That's kind of part of the mission, but they're never going to make it extremely hard, so it's kind yeah. of easy to get from section to section without dying. Right, why would you want to ruin the game by everybody, like, asphyxiating? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's like, you know. And on top of that, when you're killing enemies, they drop oxygen canisters. Well, duh. Ah, that's convenient. That makes sense. Exactly. <laughs> well, uh, do so, you know what characters um, uh, the, the guys were going, Aaron and Nick, do you recall? When oh, God, I can't. Well, uh, Aaron was going with the Baroness, too, because she likes sniper rifles. And Nick was going with, I forget the name of this guy, that, but but the thing I liked about the character that Nick picked is he has this little uh, how would you explain it? It's like a little little airplane or tiny spaceship craft or whatever mm. that goes along with this guy and independently attacks uh, uh, enemies uh, while he's attacking them as well. Ah, oh, that's handy, isn't it? Like a little drone yeah, or something. Kinda, yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, like a little drone. It was pretty cool because he's shooting and this thing's over strafing these people. <laughs> So well, he's playing. Aaron went the same character as you. I didn't know you could do that. Yeah. I thought you'd literally you'd have to pick like a character each. You could all go the same guy if you wanted to, yeah. Yeah, I didn't know that either until I saw that she was the same one. So I was like, oh, okay. Oh, okay. So yeah. you're still playing it. You're still enjoying it. Yeah. You'll probably play it to the end. Do you think you'll get Borderlands three, or is it too soon to tell? Amongst your ten um, million other games that you want to play between now and then. I mean, based on the the fun I'm having now, and the, and the game is about what three or four years old. Mm. Um, I'll probably go Borderlands Three, except not at the full price, of course. Well, there's the second <laughs> one as well, isn't there? So there's the first one, yeah, one point yeah. five and number two. Is that right? I I'm not I an expert on them either. Way, but... I'm I'm not an expert either. Yeah. From what I understand, it was Borderlands the first one. I think it was Borderlands Two, then the pre sequel, then the pre sequel, right? Got right, it. and now they're waiting on three. So That's I don't like... know if I'll go back as far as. I'm not going to say never, but I don't know if I'll go back as far as Borderlands 2 because this this pre-sequel is a long game. So I'll probably just play it out, have some fun, and then I'll just hang out and wait for 3 when it so comes out. So the pre-sequel was like 2.5 then, kind of. Not 1.5, I guess. 2.5 makes more sense. I, I don't know. I, I get confused <laughs> because first there's a sequel, but now they're calling it the pre-sequel. So it that is means... confusing, man. Like, call it... Call <laughs> so then... it... Call it zero or something, or if it's before all the other games, whatever. You could clearly tell we're not Borderlands not you know like experts yeah. here, but at least Gray's enjoying playing at the moment, and that's the main thing. That's why we wanted to talk about that. Um, but yeah, so that's a big. We thought we'd talk about that just because it's a big hype at the moment. The third one's coming out. Everyone's excited about it. Gray and the guys were playing about it, so I thought I'd get him to mention it. But 
that's the main game uh, at the moment because I've I've been preparing Rust stuff for the events I'm doing i64 and playing a lot of Rust and uh, with that doing other things I haven't really played other games at the moment so that's why that's you know the main why don't one. yeah but why don't you why don't you tell me to talk a little you don't have to get into it too long if you don't want to but tell me a little bit about Rust because I watched you play Rust quite a few times and I thought it was pretty pretty neat uh, uh well I the thing is I don't talk about it a hell of a lot because I've talked about it a lot in the past and I do not want to bore everyone to tears. A lot of people do like it, some people don't. Um, it'll always be a game I play. <clears throat> Sometimes I take a month off to like just recharge my batteries, play other stuff. But sure. other times I'll play Ring of Elysium with you guys, <clears throat> just to mix right. it up a little bit. But because I'm doing a lot of this at the event, um, I've been playing a lot of it recently and I've got my own uh server rust server the rusty haggis it's called the rusty haggis <laughs> just a little play i had to be done um yeah. and that'll be the one we use down i64 for running all the event stuff so uh you can't jump in that if you're if you're not i64 it just means if you're in an event and you win it's kind of got to be there to get the prize so uh but yeah so i don't want to go on too much about rust in that respect there because mm-hmm. everyone knows i love that that's nothing new um We'll move on to the last section, um, which will be the question section. And we've got a couple of questions at the moment um, that we're going to touch on. There was a few. We can only, we'll only time to go over a couple. Um, and if we've missed your question and you do want to answer, apologies. Just repost it again in the usual section, the podcast section, their Discord. We will pick it up again um, on the next pod if we can. Uh, but we've got a couple at the moment. Now, a quick mention at the very top, actually, even though it's not in the right order in my notes. Um, Trubshaw, we did get your question, mate. Um, it is probably more a question for Nick, because I, myself and uh, Gray don't know a hell of a lot about it. Uh, you were talking about, uh, you, I don't need to use headphones that give me, how do you pronounce that again, Gray? Help me out. Headphones? No, Titanitis. Oh, Oh, tinnitus. Thank you. There we go. I don't. I can't say that word. I don't know why. Um, he was looking for uh, advice on that because he uses a stereo amp and subwoofer, and his is in the blink. He's looking for advice on which amp and speaker setup to get. I know very little about that side of things. Uh, we didn't have a hell of a lot of time to research it. Maybe Nick does. If anyone in the community here knows about it, because it isn't a kind of question we get in terms of amps and speaker setups. We don't get that a lot. If anyone in the community knows about that. If they can post on our Discord or give Trubshaw a shout, that would be appreciated. You know, call upon the greater community to help us out here. That would be great. Um, but that's just a quick mention to you, Trubshaw, um, before we go into our two main questions. Um, and our first question is from World's Prophet. Uh, he says, I have a question for the pod. When considering parts for a new PC, what are the specs and individual components to consider for optimal performance? To put it another way, how can someone make sure they aren't imposing bottlenecks into their belt? Now, I'll, I'll go first, Gray, and then you can chip in sure. with your uh, two cents worth uh, if you've got anything you want to add to it. Now, usually, from my knowledge, if you've got a decent rig, a lot of the time you're not going to run into bottlenecks. Um, it depends where you're looking at. Now, if you've got a powerful graphics card, and not such a powerful uh, processor or a CPU, you might struggle and hit a bit of a bottleneck 
at that side of things. If you um, if you're looking at I think another way to put it depends on your 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 budget and depends on how much money you've got to put towards these things really. Um, can you tell me, Gray, what rig you've got at the moment? Um, and do you notice any bottlenecks in your side of things? Do you, if you ever ran games like really, really high, and notice you're not getting the performance you really want out of certain games? No, I, I, I have a 1080 Ti and I have a i7 6700K on the Intel, and I don't get any bottlenecks. I run everything ultra, and I'm fine. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't get bottlenecks either. Um, I before I was on a a custom-built machine that I had all but random components and stuff in. I actually gave my graphics card to Trubshot, actually, so I hope it's going well for you, mate. Um, I didn't hit any bottlenecks for that. Now, what I will get on my gaming laptop now, and the reason I got that is so I can go to these events at like i64, I will sometimes get a bit of bottlenecking in um, my system, and that will come down to... I mean, obviously, you've got, you've got a finite amount of chassis space, and you've got all that power going through it, and it's got a GTX 1080 in it, full fat, and it's got a, a i7-8750 in it. That's six cores. Now, where the problem tends to be is the CPU will bottleneck for me, not the graphics card. And it's just because mm. the amount of heat going through it, the amount of the, how much the system is getting taxed on it, um, I what I do is I underclock my uh, process and my CPU a little bit so that that is not getting impacted too much and I can let my graphics card run free and go crazy as much as it can within reasonable temps etc um, but if you've got a decent system you usually wouldn't uh, encounter bottlenecks the bottlenecks tend to, I've never known bottlenecks to be outside processor like cpu and gpu i don't know if you would get it in ram maybe in single channel um but they're the two main places you would get it one place you do get it funnily enough um and not a lot of people have this set up great is if they've got like a like a, a notebook or a laptop that's you know a portable one and they plug in one of those e-gpus you know, external no. graphics cards. It's like a box. You stick a graphics card in a box. You connect right. said box to laptop over Thunderbolt 3. You can get a bottleneck there because although it's right. 40 gigabits a second, um, it won't compete with PCI Express. It, it will never truly compete with that. So you end up getting a bit of a bottleneck there. But, you know, again, you just... We're talking about... Uh, specs and individual components, um, you just buy the best that you can afford, really. That's all you can really yeah, say, you know? Yeah, I, I only, the only other thing I can think of that might be a little bottleneck is if you're running really slow RAM. Um, mm. But these days, nobody's really doing that, so I don't I don't think that would be it. That's a, a good point, actually, about the RAM. If it is really slow, like it's DDR3 or below, yeah, that can be an issue, but most people are running DDR4 now, and, and uh, yeah. it's decent speed of RAM, so you probably won't hit a bottleneck in that. i say Nick would probably know more about that side of things. I mean, he's an expert right. at that side of things, and I know a bit because, you know, it's kind of my, my day job, IT support, and it's a bit of a passion, but, um, you know, by all means, repost it again in the questions section if you want Nick to kind of give you a, a say-so on that as well. Um we got one other question, um, which I like. It's from 
uh, Callum Coombe. I think that's how you pronounce it. Um, he's asking, what is the best bang for your buck sub £200 GPU? Can be new or used, put together, putting together a parts list for his next build, come payday, and he's stuck in which one to go for. Um, I, well, as you know by now, I love graphics cards. Um, i done a little bit of research on this, and like, I might, I'm not promising I'm exactly correct in this one. The best one I could find, your bang for your buck, that is under £200 sterling by a little bit is the GTX, NVIDIA GTX 1060. Um, yeah. That's a cracking card grade. Like, I was seeing yep. it for as cheap as £150, £160. Um, and that card will comfortably get you graphics running at 1080p, 60fps on high on most games. You've got a bit of change left over. You can put it towards something else. Or you could boost up to another GPU. But I think that's the best bang for your buck. Because you'll be running 1080p graphics for a long time. No bother. Can you think of a, a, a rival to that one, Gray? No, I card? think the, I, I think the 1060 is a really good choice too. If you're trying to save even more money, I suppose you come down to a 1050. Uh but I think the 1060 is probably the sweet spot when you're trying to be on a budget concern. There is one thing though that he said in the question that we have we don't really talk about much. He said can be new or used. Mm. And I want to say one thing about that. I I I'm a person that did this, and what, why do I say that? I had a uh, this goes back a couple, couple of years, but I had a GTX uh, 980 Ti, mm-hmm. and I know I wanted to eventually get into a 1080 Ti, but at the time, you know, I couldn't afford it. So I stuck with mine, and then what I did was after the t- 1080 Ti's had been out for about, I don't know, I guess a year, a year and a half, I went on eBay, and I've done a lot of stuff on eBay, so I kind of know. You look for the better people with the high ratings and high feedback, et cetera, et cetera, and the ones that will guarantee their, their stuff uh, that they sell. Yeah. So I turned around and I sold my 980 Ti and got decent money for it, and then took that money and turned around and bought a 1080 Ti, which was also at a good price because it wasn't a new price. So I was able to afford using my money that I made on the 980 Ti plus another, I think, 200 bucks I put on top of that or whatever. And I was able to get into my 1080 Ti that was only a year, year and a half old. And I've had it ever since, and it's been great. Oh, wow. Absolutely great. But we we, we can't forget the used cars, can we? Oh, yeah, because everybody thinks that, oh, yeah, man, go use. That's fairly dangerous. And, yeah, it is if you buy it off somebody that's not respectable. <laughs> sure. Yeah, we'll stay away from the miners, etc. Um, the the used card is an interesting one because like, the way I look at it is when it comes to components like that, personally, only personally, I hear what Gray's saying, I wouldn't buy them secondhand. Uh, you know, that just I've got, I've got reasons for it, some obvious, some not. I would prefer to get them brand new. And when you look at how cheap the the GTX 1060 is, yeah, yeah, uh, definitely. Maybe you can get. I don't know if you can go as far as uh, uh, GTX 1660. That might be about that price or a bit more. I'm not sure. Look into that. That's a nice jump mm-hmm. up. Uh, but to get a, for example, a second hand GTX 1060, when you think how cheap it already is, how much are you saving yeah. for it being second hand? So. I guess you've got to weigh that up as well and how much they hold their value, etc., etc. Uh, I was thankfully able to get decent money for, for my card when I sold it to Trubshaw because 
you know, we, the same community, we trust each other. Right. I gave him a fair going rate for it. It's a powerful beast of a card. He's happy with it. Jobs are good in. Uh, but I wouldn't rule out the second-hand market. Just approach it with caution, I would say. Um, but I would say, and personally, I, GTX 1060. And I also think that if you do go the used card way, you, you're better off going the used card with the, with the high end. Like, if it wasn't yeah. the fact that I, that I really wanted a 1080 Ti, I probably wouldn't have gone that route. So that means, yeah. like you're saying, the 1060, because it's far cheaper... It's better to get it new. And now, if I could have afforded a 1080 Ti brand new, yeah, yeah, I would have done it. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah but I, yeah. but I couldn't, I couldn't, and I was just dying for a 1080 Ti. It was killing me. So I just, I did that. So. I mean, Callum could, um, he could go down one to like the GTX 1050 Ti, but that would be a good bit cheaper. It might even save half his GPU budget money there, like close to yeah. it. But it's a bit of a downgrade. It is a, a decent amount of a downgrade. Um, the 1050 Ti is good for light graphics and stuff. Um, yeah. You know, you could probably get 1080p, 30fps, decent settings, but that's a push. So for that a little bit extra to be a bit more comfortable, GTX 1060 for me, it's all about spend as much money as you comfortably can in the card. I would say. Uh, but yeah, that's my shout, uh, and that's our that's our questions for for this week uh, for this month's pod. Sorry again, it's out late. Like I say, i64 has been pretty demanding. We hope to see as many of you guys there um, in person or in the stream as possible. I do believe Nick, as well as all of us having our individual streams, uh, Nick on his stream will have up uh, a camera that will be peering down on everyone else below. So you'll be able to see us all in there as well, multicam action. Uh, and then when we're not streaming, we'll try and take it about the BYOC and then the next hall to the main event itself we'll do like i i personally might try and do a couple of um i believe you get stream labs for for the mobile so i might do a couple of them just walking about doing some interviews with people talking to people we'll do what we can there no promises there uh but we'll be back uh with uh, next month's pod hopefully in time and we can make it a bumper edition um I just want to thank Mr. Gray for stepping in last minute because he's been a bit of a ledge. Uh, thank you again, Mr. Gray. Anything you want to you want to leave with us before we go? Um, just remember that we do our Tuesday gaming night. We do our Thursday oh. regular show, and definitely tune in for the i64 because that should be some fun. Yeah, the gaming night should. Oh, that's a good shout, Gray. The gaming night on Tuesdays is a kind of newish thing that uh, Nick wants to run on his channel and he'll do it from 9 to 11 p.m. GMT. So if you can stop by to watch that as well, it'll be on his channel as usual, as well as the their usual Thursday night stream. But yeah, I think that's us for now. Uh, like Not as long as normal this pod, but we'll be back to full strength for next month. So thanks again, and I will catch you later. Bye. Bye. Dream PC UK.